Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. All right, welcome back everybody. I have my friend Cassie with me again today. Um, She is a sales and marketing strategist who just started her freelancing journey the last few months. And I wanted to bring her back. She was in an episode a few episodes ago that we'll link again in the show notes if you want to take a look and listen at that one. Um, This one is titled, uh, it's a perfect title in my opinion. It is, I'm not greedy. I know what I'm worth. And so I think that that's, that's so great because we can get so much that comes into mind, like when we're figuring out what we're worth. And so in a lot of the episodes, I talk about how to start your freelance business, how to get jobs, how to apply for jobs. But one thing that we haven't really touched on is if you're coming from a corporate job, you have all of those connections. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, follow up with those connections. And so Cassie's here today to really talk about how to, Um, create a good balance between using your current network um, or your past network from your corporate job or any other job. And then also utilizing the Upwork platform to find those passion projects, all of those different things. So I will let you kind of take it from there. Cassie, go ahead and just give a brief introduction and give us an update on where you're kind of at. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I spent some time for an agency out in LA. That was the start of my career. Then um, I moved back to the Midwest. My family's here. That's really important to me. And I I worked for a B2B manufacturing company in the area. And um, when I was there, then I really focused on who's that end user, what do they do, what's that strategy, and really taking them through the whole buyer's journey and then I had an opportunity to go B2C with a larger retailer in the area. So jumped there, loved it. I'm one of those people that anytime a new challenge comes up, I love trying to figure it out and how to do it. So did corporate for 10 years. And then after that, had my son and realized I don't want to work an eight to five. I don't want to miss every single day. And I want to figure out what is my balance on my own time. And so I quit my job and decided to freelance. And my biggest goal for me was I want one client before I put in my time. So I got that client and at the same time was creating my Upwork profile, but got a client secured. And then two weeks later, I got another one and I'm in talks with a third right now. So it's been a little, maybe two months and I really am kind of trying to figure out how much do I want to take on so I don't take on too much, but I'm excited to, mm-hmm. to be here and, and be doing this. Awesome. So when I've talked in the past, I've always done like a step plan when I'm talking about setting your rates to really build up your Upwork um, profile and your portfolio and things like that. But Cassie's coming with a little bit of a different experience where you already have, like she already has her portfolio. She already has, um, you know, these contacts. And so I'm not going to make that recommendation to like, Hey, start low and then build that up. Like it will just naturally have to happen. And there's some other approaches that you can do. Um, if you don't have past clients on your profile, that's where a really in-depth, 
you know, that's where you're going to need to do like a video when you're applying for jobs and just calling it out sometimes like, hey, I have not had a lot of experience on the Upwork platform, but I'm applying for your job because I've done this and this and this that correlates directly. So then it takes the pressure off of people who are just looking at your profile and they're looking at you more than what the profile says. Um, do you want to just kind of like go through your process of like bidding those jobs? I know that you want to replace your corporate salary on a fraction of the time, which I love. Um, but that can be, that can be super scary. Yeah, it can be very scary and it can also be intimidating, I think is the right word. Um, so I think for me, um, really, I my first goal when I said I wanted to find the first job, I wanted to find the first job, but I didn't want to compromise what I was worth. I know how good I am. I know what I've done. Um, and so obviously there is within reason, there is that little bit of wiggle room. So I'm not going to act like I did not compromise a little bit. But in an ideal world, I said, here's what I want to make. And um, the first one I had is actually a connection of a coworker I used to have. She, her and I got coffee and she knew I had my son and she said, what, what are you going to do? I know, she said, I know you want to stay home, but you're also not someone who's just going to do nothing. You know, what does that balance look like for you? And that's really what kickstarted this discussion with me is balance. And, and what does that look like? So when I had to set my rate, I thought, what is it going to be worth my time that I am willing to balance or put an imbalance in my personal life to do this. And also I think, you know, now I have different fees as well. I mean, my son is five months old now. So as much as I'd love to say he's great, if I just put him on the floor with toys, that is not the case. And so I need to figure out how do I pay for my childcare? How do I pay for different things? So it has to be worth it, not only in my time, but I would joke and say his time and my family's time. And what does that look like? And so um, when I had taken my first client, I had said, here's where I want to be. Um, right now I am doing something that I would say is not exactly what I want to be, but we had a, we had a two month plan of in two months, here's where I will want to be. Here's where he wants to be. He, his business is very heavy around black Friday, cyber Monday, the holidays. So really I'm pinch hitting for him. And it worked out for me because it's also I'm pinch hitting for myself. How much do I want to do? What does this balance look like? How many hours do I want? Um, and so I was kind of a trial run for both of us. But really, it's helped because I think, too, for me, I've said I will do this on the month at this rate. And at the end of 30 days, I'd like to rediscuss and I'd like to have a, have some time that we can both be honest about it. Is it working for you? Is it working for me? And what about this rate? Um, it's we've actually now a month has passed and we had a conversation where he wants me to take on more responsibility, which is awesome and exactly what I want. Um, but he didn't bring up rate. So I was the one to say, all right, and what about that rate? And the quote he said to me was, shoot, I knew you were too smart. I knew I couldn't keep getting you for what I was getting you at. So um, I really appreciated that he said that because he said, if you weren't going to bring it up, I was going to. Um, but that was something that we had talked about renegotiating and rediscussing. See, and I love that because you can take on these test projects to see if, if they're, 
if they become your passion projects, if that's something that you want to do, or you can say, okay, that was a great learning experience. This is not, that's definitely not what I want to do. Um, so I've mentioned a couple of times, like bringing it back into like my past, I was like the next level that I went from virtual assistant naturally was more of that, that project management role. And I'm like, that is definitely not what I want to do. Um, but I tested it out. You can learn that instead of going and applying for an eight to five, nine to five W2 employee status, like you can't job. I mean, you can job hop, hop like that, but it's not, it's not productive to do it like that. Whereas when you're a freelancer and you have the flexibility to work when you want to work, how much you want to work, all of those things that come with freelancing, you can do these test projects to see if they're fun for you, if they're, you know, everything that you want it to be just to kind of, you know, I, I sometimes say like, curiosity kills the cat. Like you can test out the, your curiosity to see what it would be like in that role if that's the direction that you want. So I love that you're doing that. Um, do you want to go, go ahead and share a little bit? I mean, I know that you're still working through your, your corporate contacts, but where does your Upwork profile fit into all of this? And um, yeah, just kind of go from there. Yeah, I think, Leah, one of the things I took away from earlier recordings of yours is at some point you have to be picky. And so I know that that's kind of what you've talked about, picky with clients, picky with the projects, picky with, I would just say everything. You have to kind of figure out what are you worth? And so initially um, I was kind of working on my Upwork profile while I was networking with um, industry contacts. So my, my path has been a little bit, I would say in tandem. And so I was working on my Upwork profile. I was taking a look at jobs that were out there. There were a couple that I thought I could do those um, did I want to, I wasn't really sure if I'm completely honest with you. I knew I could, but I didn't apply. So maybe I didn't want them bad enough. I don't know. Um, but really I first was focusing on my industry clients. I have, or contacts I have, um, like I said, three in the works, but now with Upwork, what I find myself doing is on the days, maybe when my son is napping and it's an extra long nap, just logging in to see what are the projects out there. And is there something that really gets me excited? And I would say I'm using Upwork for more of that passion project. And I am being extremely picky. Um, I want to make sure a, it's something I can deliver on. I want to make sure it's something that I also want to do and want to wake up to be there. Because I think from my perspective, there's differences. So with someone that I know, even if it's through someone, I have a reputation. They know who I am. They know the work I can do there's some sort of intro. With Upwork, I don't have that. And to your earlier point, I also don't have reviews. So someone doesn't know how good I am. They don't know what I can do. So because of that, when I take that project, and especially because I'm not willing to compromise on what my fee is, you know, below a certain aspect or a certain threshold, I want to make sure that it's someone I can for sure deliver and that they're going to respect my work, understand my work, and understand my process because at this, I'm asking them to take a chance on me. And on a platform that relies heavily on reviews and relies heavily on um, you know, the previous clients and what they think, I need someone to jump out and say, all right, she doesn't have any reviews, She, but I know she's good. And exactly what you said, there are ways to break down that barrier with videos, with being creative with how I submit proposals, um, different things like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have to make sure that I can deliver. So I've been super picky, but I have been still taking a look at Upwork. There's some awesome things on there. I think, you know, when you and I have been chatting previous, I said there's one on there that I, I'm working on getting a proposal ready for. 
I'm curious what happens and I hope they see my value. I think it'd be something that I could totally kick butt at, but um, it is going to have to be, they're going to have to take a chance on me and be okay with the fact that I'm new to the platform, not new to the industry. Yep. I love that. Awesome. Anything else? I think that I just want to wrap up with saying like you, it's true through and through, no matter what you do, if you're doing, you know, through corporate contacts, through networking contacts, through your Upwork profile, whatever you do, you need to understand that you are valuable. You have, there's lots of things that goes into it. You know, like what Cassie said about figuring in childcare into her costs, like figuring out all of these things, like what is, what's the price for the inconvenience of taking your time away? you know, or what's the investment that it needs to be for you to make the decision. And so you're not greedy ever. Um, you just need to do what's right for you and you need to know your worth. Anything else that you want to add? No, I would, you know, I think actually, yes. I think I would just say all of us have different journeys and all of us have different things that we want to compromise for our personal lives. And so whatever you are doing is not wrong or different. I think you just have to understand what are you worth? What's your time worth? And then how much does it mean to you? To me, this was something I wanted to change my entire life for. Maybe you're happy with where you're at and that's okay too. But, you know, taking that next step really has to make sense financially from a, but also from a time perspective. And I would say like from your heart, because if your heart's not in it, you're not going to succeed. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was lovely to have you again. I so appreciate every time we get to connect. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.